So I'm having uh, one of those depressed moments where there's some thoughts of disappointment and uh, things like that going on today. And honestly, um, I mean, those happen for me just like everybody else. Um, But I wouldn't really think to share them in this kind of format. it almost not makes sense to me to do so. Uh, not because like everything has to be sunshine and rainbows, not at all. I don't mind sharing negative stuff, but uh, more because it's, you know, to me, if I'm sharing or opening up, uh, sharing with others, it would make more sense that that be inspiring or connecting or have some way to further life energy or like bring things to life more or something um, that it be like an interesting idea or maybe even just have a point you know what I would share um, would need to have a point now maybe not just to my personal friends I mean if it was like you know the point is um you know, they're asking me how I'm doing and I'm being honest, okay, then maybe, you know, I would share this kind of stuff. But I don't know, I just thought it occurred to me to try it, to try it because um, maybe it doesn't always have to have a point or maybe the point isn't something that I see. So, you know, um, (laughs) and also maybe the point is just like, hey, we all have these moments or, um, here's how I think about mine, here is how I process mine, whatever. Uh, So I thought I'd give it a try and basically um, (laughs) wallow around in my disappointed uh, thoughts for a little bit. Just, you know, the, the disappointedness that happened for me today was just feeling like a lack of support and I've talked about it before and maybe it's like a recurring theme for me Uh, be honest about that I think it is and it's probably um, old you know it's definitely old it's definitely an old theme Um, but it feels like this just sort of realizing that um, or thinking like you know nobody in my life is really committed to being a part of our lives um, that much you know and Again, I'm going to speak it like it feels inside of me. I'm not trying to speak it like it's fact. And everything I'm about to say is completely debatable and got plenty of emotions and delusions and all of that in it. It's a moment, you know, that I'm in. um, So it's, you know, I know there's. Uh, there are people in, that in my life that would say, no, no, I am committed into, to being in your life. But I guess here's what it feels and seems like to me today is just, um, you know, everybody is only loosely committed to the point where it works for them or makes sense for them in a pretty selfish way. Um, like, you know, nobody would commit to... Um, being around us if it didn't already just fit perfectly in with like what they were already doing you know um nobody would uh move to where we are if it meant they had to uh you know figure out new job scenarios nobody would um start a new business with me if it meant uh taking a risk 
financially in their lives or dealing with a little discomfort in their lives and nobody would commit to being family with my children to my children like I'll be there for you all the time we'll live near each other we'll see see each other regularly if it even potentially uh, made them feel like they might miss out on something else like miss out on you know, meeting the partner of their dreams or miss out on even just meeting a partner or going on some dates or having some job opportunities. And I don't mean that anybody would intentionally be like, hey, I'll choose hanging out with your family over meeting the partner of my dreams. I mean, that doesn't make sense. What I mean is it's the mere possibility, sort of they're not willing to take the leap of commitment and say, you know, I'd like to have some family and I'd like that solidarity and I'll let, you know, lean on you and you lean on me and we'll be family together um, because there's this lingering, tiny pretty far uh, fetched kind of thought of like, but what if I miss out? You know, what if I am, you know, hanging out with them and I'm not hanging out in the singles crowd enough and like meeting somebody that I need to meet or, you know, what, but what about me? Like, what if I miss out on something for me is basically what I'm illustrating because the details don't matter. I mean, they can be switched around. I'm just pulling examples out of my butt anyway. Um, but it definitely feels like, um, you know, when people partner up, I mean, I don't have a, partner so maybe that's why I deal with this maybe that's why it's a big deal but you know when people partner up or even when they have a family of you know uh not all families are like this at all I mean siblings or parents and but there's like a certain level of commitment um to each other and again I don't even think it happens in nuclear families as much anymore but you know it's like we'll stay near each other we'll take um, some risks or some leaps, you know, together, like, yeah, I'll, uh, go out on a limb and try to start a business with my brother-in-law or whatever, whatever those leaps end up being, because there's, um, sort of this commitment to these people involved in your life. So, you know, when you have a partner, again, it's like, if this person's job moves, then there's a commitment to each other, um, and a commitment to being able to work that out together. You know, you're not just petrified of um, committing to this person because you kind of trust that you guys will work it out together. And if that move really, really, really doesn't work for you, then you kind of know that, hey, I can say that and we can work on it together and they'll listen and we'll figure out something that works so that they still get to have the job that they want and, um, you know, all of that. And and we'll find a middle ground, we'll find something that works for everybody. And I'm just, you know, it's like people don't do that for friends. Um, and I understand you can't possibly do that for every friendship. You have to pick um, a tiny pod to be that committed to. I mean, it can't necessarily be 15 people that you have that level of commitment to. Um, I just find myself in the place where I am not in anybody's tiny pod. Um, all the people that I have in my life, I'm not in their tiny pod. Yet, um, 
I really need a tiny pod because I don't have a partner. I mean, some people that are, you know, married or have partners or are very close with their family, um, they have their little pod going and maybe that's why, uh, you know, the people in my life can't put me in their tiny pod, but actually no, <laughs> uh, you know, like I can actually think of the people in my life and they don't have that. Um, they don't have, uh, some of them don't have partners. Some of them do. And some of them are not close with their families. Most of them are not. A few of them are. Uh, but anyway, they don't really have pods. So I have a lot of podless people, <laughs> um, in my life sort of thinking that that was something we had in common and and relating on it. So we sit around and relate on it. And that is kind of the basis of our friendship sometimes where we relate on those types of things, not only those things, but even issues and items that branch off of those roots. Um, you know, so I do find it um, sort of disappointing and painful even to realize that like, even though I, I know these people, I don't, I'm not in anybody's tiny pod of commitment. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of having that disappointment moment where it's like, it's, 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 it's kind of like, what's wrong with me? Uh, why don't they want to, you know, commit? But it's also more like, what's wrong with me? Why am I picking to have these people in my life? Like, do I have a poor, poor choosing mechanism or like what's wrong with humans? Is this how we all are? Because I also recognize I'm definitely the type of person that tries to think at it from every angle, including and especially my angle, that whole, you know, whatever you don't like it's probably you who does it too or something, you know? So, so am I not committing to people in my life enough? And I can see some ways there are definitely some friends along the way who have kind of wanted me to commit to a pod or, or been a little more committal about it. And I've backed off because it just didn't feel like the right match for me. Um, there's one in my life, um, that I regret not doing. It was a, a family. I was just too young. Um, it was a family family of, uh, you know, a husband, wife, and they had some kids and I was young and they kind of said, Hey, you want to pod up with us? Um, <laughs> nothing weird or kinky at all. Um, you know, totally just friends like pod up with us and help us, you know, with the kid and we can make your life easier because you, um, you know, are just starting out, uh, and can use some financial breaks and stuff. Anyway, so there's, there's moments that I was just like too young and I was absolutely in that selfish place of like, well, it sounds really good, but like, what if I miss out on doing the big stuff that I'm supposed to be doing? Uh, you know, and, and what if I, you know, miss out on meeting somebody because I'm not hanging out with like young folks like me and, um, you know, I'm doing family stuff with them. And so, yeah, I, I feel like I know it well, I've been in it. I've, I regret, um, not having the maturity to see what a benefit that could be. I regret having the self-centered viewpoint of like, you know, not, not understanding the benefits of collectivism and not understanding that you can still get yours while you're in this collective group. It's, you don't have to do all the grand stuff for you and you don't have to like make your mark so independently. Um, it's not going to diminish your mark. Uh, if you have the support of others behind you, if I was participating in their group, all that would do 
um, would have been strengthen me, you know, and, and make it so that I could have maybe done some of my things or forged my own life um, in an even stronger, more supported way. I would have had much more um, resources, even from within myself, uh, you know, to, to do more. I just didn't see it that way at the time. I thought, you know, but I've got to do the things that I've got to do and I've got to forge my path and I can't just be coming along for yours. And it's so silly that we see it that way, that we see joining other people or being collective, having the support and the commitment of a small team or pod as coming along for their ride or their life, like as though you're not living yours um, or that you're going to be, you know, taken along for their ride Um you know, just that, that that would even be the, it's like, really? is It's like an either or. It's like either you're independently blazing yours or you're just being like led around, um, you know, in some sort of <laughs> slave way or something by with somebody uh, on somebody else's path, you know? So, so it's so silly and so immature. And so I would just wish that I had more foresight at that point, better understanding of... Um, you know, a group and what it could be. It doesn't mean that you're letting them live your life. It doesn't mean that you're letting a group be in control of you um, just to join a group. You know, it actually means that you're just, uh, man, just gaining so much resources. You're, uh, you're committing to support and to teamwork and to working it out. And yeah, that means compromise sometimes, but not huge. It doesn't mean compromising yourself in that horribly negative connotated way where it's like, I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. It usually means I was forced to have a negotiation and a discussion about it, which actually led me to a place of better understanding of what I wanted because I didn't just get to blaze forward with what I wanted to do blindly without being questioned. And that questioning process and working it out with others actually refined it more. And yes, there may have been some aspects in what I originally set out to do that ended up shifting. But in the long run, um, who's to say that that wasn't even better? and that didn't turn out better in my favor or if I lost uh you know one of those it actually turned out better I didn't know it at the time but wow you know these things took me down a different road that turned out to be better or even if you did end up losing small aspects of what you might have wanted to do um the gain that you got in having like I said, those extra resources, that extra energy, because you weren't doing everything yourself, um, because several other things in your life, whether they're just simple domestic tasks or finances or, uh, you know, friendship, listening ear, whatever, but several other things in your life were dramatically easier. And so that freed up energy and resources. Uh, so yeah, the benefits ended up outweighing the tiny aspects that didn't get to go perfectly your way. It's like, what are we all two-year-olds? They're like, well, if I don't get to do it exactly my way, uh, exactly when I want to in my time frame and nobody else's, then I'm not independent and I'm not an adult and I'm just letting other people lead me. And it's like, what a silly, silly notion. Actually, you're... Uh, 
the most infantile child if you if that's your definition like wow you're displaying your immaturity um hugely in in that idea because um that's not at all what committing to a group and compromising with the group and having a little pod means it doesn't mean sort of sacrificing your uh the things that you want to do it means freaking having extra resources at your disposal to do what you want to do. And if you're worried, if you find your main concern is that you just don't think that you'll agree. I mean, yes, sure. Sometimes, you know, the pod of people is not your pod and you can be like, you know, I just don't think it's the right match. Fine. Absolutely. But anything beyond that, if it's like anybody, um, at all is going to be like, you know, I can't, I won't be able to do what I want to do. I won't be able to do what I want to do. Well then like freaking get better at your like communication skills. I mean, you know, why don't, why don't you trust your ability to work things out, to talk it through, to come up with a win-win? Why don't you trust your ability, um, and other humans ability, you know, like to stick together and make it so that it is a mutual benefit for all. I don't know. Again, that's sort of this thing that is disappointing because I just wonder like, why, why can't people, I mean, sure. I'm sure there's plenty of people that have stories of like horrible tales where they got screwed over, but isn't it always kind of down to the, um, kind of like the, we, didn't we bailed and didn't believe that we could work it out or and sometimes maybe they don't it doesn't work out okay even that even if somebody wants to like stand firm in their argument that like sometimes you just can't find a good compromise that works for everyone all right but I don't know I mean what I hear uh Ah, from like the most, let's say successful people. And I don't mean successful, like they have the most money, but you know, the people that feel like they're so self-assured, self-aware, um, self-actualized, you know, the people that feel like they have the most love in their life. They, it usually is like, it is absolutely always possible to find something that works for everyone um, because they trust that ability and they have those skills and they've spent lots of years working on those skills and they trust each other. And just in the act of trusting each other, that gives everybody the energy that they need in order to come up with that solution. They trust that process. They're going to sit there until they all do come up with something that works for everybody because that's something that they, you know, go into it um, having faith in. So anyway, I find like that would be the most mature, uh, you know, again, self-actualized, uh, self-assured supported love loving place to be um so you know all of this is just say i you know i i realized that about my life i this is what i think of these are the the circles that my mind goes in um and i'm wondering you know do other people feel this way um i think so i think so i notice all kinds of little signs even though people aren't maybe saying it exactly like i've just said you know people feeling like unsupported or women talking about how they need to support other women or women even just kind of getting up on their um grandstand saying like we don't have to do it all ladies or we need a better support network or um 
you know, men even talking about how they need other men friends. And like, that's how men can support each other these days is, um, you know, by having male friendships that are meaningful and stuff. I mean, so I hear little echoes of what I think is the same thing that I'm saying. And I even have read some really great stories that are like beacons of hope of like families that are uh, living together, let's say, like co-housing, like me and this other family or, you know, this my family and this family like bought a house together. It was an article, I think it was in New York Times. I'm not sure, but it was like D.C. I remember it being in D.C. and both these two families bought a house together and split financial resources, you know, so that, so that financially they were so much better off and they had the support system of each other. And, um, you know, they decided to like merge families basically. And man, of course, all of the questions that the interviewer asked were right up that alley of all that over independence thinking where it's like, don't you guys get sick of each other? Doesn't it like ruin your independence as a family? And like, as a couple, I mean, having the other couple there, isn't that like annoying? And it like kind of ruins your independence of, um, and I'm exaggerating a little bit. I mean, if anybody finds the article like the questions weren't that exaggerated but you know like um you know they definitely hinted at that you know did it did it not kind of infringe on your privacy to always have these people in your space um and basically the people like kind of laughed it off I mean like with the answer of like yes of course (laughs) but also we can work it out like there's also tons of benefits that outweigh that and make it seem small and like I mean just like having a kid you know sort of infringes on your privacy but at the same time you know you work it out and you know that you can and people do it and people have done it and you find your own way and the benefits still outweigh it and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's kind of what they were saying. Like we communicate with each other. We've gotten really good at it. It's actually been really good for all of our communication skills, even within our own little husband wife relationship and inside of our family. And it's been healthy for us to have to negotiate with a bigger group. It's been healthier for our kids to have to negotiate with a bigger group. And it's been good to have a bigger group to rely on. And it's taken so much of the burden of all the other daily tasks that we have even just the emotional uh, tasks that makes us feel like more supported, like there's a family here and there's other adults. It's not just us and our one partner trying to juggle everything. There's other adults, there's kids of different ages, whatever. And um, of course, the financial benefits and a lot of the practical benefits were the things that it made most sense to talk about most readily because that's what people are usually going to get and understand quickest, you know, because it was D.C. and housing is so expensive. And so it was like we got this great house and we don't even have to pay as much and it makes our life so much simpler financially so anyway I hear things like that too where some people are getting it and willing to commit to that and having a model like that and it seems weird but um why (laughs) you know it's like they finally they get it they understand like why can't people commit to each other we all desperately want it we're like starved for it there's articles about loneliness being at an all-time high and anxiety and depression and disconnection and you know ah isn't that the exact same thing that I'm talking about (laughs) um 
So anyway, I think the most disappointing part was just sort of realizing my role in it. Like, you know, I'm not really doing any better. I recognize the problem. I see it. I'm talking about it. I'm thinking about it. I can sit here and, you know, rant about it. But it's still in my life hugely. And I'm a person that needs it even more because I am like a single mom. Um, I'm not like a single mom. I'm definitely one. Uh, but I'm saying... Uh, I still have surrounded myself with people, my friends, you know, I'm not trying to insult them, but my friends um, are not the people that will do that for me either. So is it time for me to choose new friends? What do I need to do? Am I choosing poorly? Um, Am I drawn to other people that are like me and that means that I'm non-committal too? Like I'm not really ready to make the jump. Like I have ditched on you know like I said that that one group of people in the past or maybe some other people that didn't feel like the right match so maybe that's what my friends don't feel like I'm quite the right match either okay so then how do I find those people that are the right match Um, and how do I be the right match meaning that I'm also willing to commit to because I feel like I am you know and maybe I'm kidding myself but I feel like I am um And am I just in a unique position? Like, is this just also unrealistic and like some idealism because I'm just a single mom and I'm in a more like pathetic, desperate place than other people that actually have partners and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. But um, like I said, I'm not sure that there's really a point (laughs) to this one. I mean, you know, maybe there's not a point to lots of the things that I put out there. I point in a very specific sense, but usually I feel like it can at least be inspiring and, and, you know, uh, maybe in some way this is inspiring too, but, uh, usually, um, (laughs) just, uh, disappointment and raising questions over how lonely we all feel might not be exactly what I would think of, um, most readily as inspiring. Uh, but I know it happens, um, in strange, unplanned ways. So for whatever that's worth.